Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. Scrub-a-dub-dub in the tub-a-tub-tub. Tanya's back from Vegas. How you doing? Girl. (laughs) Girl. I might be physically back from Vegas, but... (laughs) Mentally, uh, you're there? Mentally and spiritually and emotionally, I'm not back yet. You you could have done longer? No. Oh. oh. Uh, (laughs) Your soul has been left in Vegas. (laughs) The remains... Yes. Of your essence. Exactly. <laughs> gotcha. I, it was such a whirlpool of emotions. Whirlwind? A what? A whirlwind. Whirlwind. Mm-hmm. It's not whirlpool. I mean, I guess I've never heard whirlpool of emotions, but I think that, I mean, a whirlpool is like chaotic. Yeah. So like yeah. It spins, yeah it spins around. Yeah. 
Okay, so whirlpool of emotions. Yeah. Also, because like <laughs> it's I'm I'm such a music fan, and I don't think I realized how much I missed live music until I was like experiencing it. Right? Yeah. And then the same moment, I'm also like. I'm still a little scared of being around so many people yeah. indoors. And so there was a little bit of that in me, but then I also didn't realize how much I missed seeing all these people that I hadn't seen in so long, you know, like mm -hmm. people that I work with and people from labels and mm -hmm. that whole, it was like a homecoming. And so it was just this whole like whirl, whirlwind of just like happiness, but also just like weird and, and, and joy. Mm -hmm. And then like, I don't know all the things it was just it was all in all it was really great and then I was like really sad that you weren't there I so that was the first iHeart festival I haven't been to since 2015 I think that was the first first one I hadn't gone to and I didn't go because um we were normally we do like our podcast from there and there's stuff going on and I knew you were going to be working a lot and so normally there's like a group of us from like the bachelor, just like a group of people that I know. So I always know I have someone that I'm hanging out with or watching the show with. And I didn't know who was all going to be there. Yeah. Cause like no one that normally is there was going. And so then I was like, what if I go and Tanya's running around the whole time and I'm just kind of like hanging by myself. And I didn't know what the COVID restrictions were going to be like. So I didn't go. Well then Tanya was like, it's so fun. Like fly out tomorrow. This is on Friday. And I was like, do I, do I fly out tomorrow? So I was like looking up flights the next morning and then I was like going to have to find someone to watch Phoebe. It was just kind of a lot that needed to be done for me to be able to do it. But I def, I never have FOMO and I had FOMO, which yeah. was, I feel bad for people who have that all the time. <laughs> that must be hard. That's the reason why I didn't bring Red Star also, because I didn't know who was well, going to be there. I Red Star, I could have at least when you were working would have had someone to well that's the thing i was like if when i'm working i don't know who i can i don't say leave him with because he's very like independent you know, independent yeah. and can do his own thing but i also just would feel bad kind of just like leaving him by himself i i didn't you know what i mean like i didn't know who was going to be there you weren't going to be there and so um but i definitely missed him i thought it would because everybody kept coming up to being like it's it's so funny because also i haven't seen people in so long but some of our some of our iHeart bosses came up to me and they were like, you know, you've always just been this like happy girl, but like you're just glowing differently. And I uh -huh. think it's like you finally feel like it finally feels like you've just like you're in this space of and I don't know, just like I've got like emotional having all these conversations with people. And then another like radio jock um, who's Bobby Bones co-host came up to me and was talking to me about him. And she was like, and he does have really great hands. <laughs> I was like, ah. Ah. The hands. <laughs> the hands. I was so jealous that you got to dance to Fancy Like. I know. You didn't even do the dance, though. It was I like we learned all that for what? You think I remember that? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Walker Hayes just like came out, did that one song, and then peaced out. It was kind really? of. Really? Yeah. It was so epic. Did you get to meet him? No. Oh. No, no, no. Because again, like the, with COVID restrictions, like I really kind of. Uh, I mean, everybody, here's the thing, the testing and the rigorous testing, we had to like upload our vaccine cards. Like mm -hmm. it was super, super safe. Um, but everything was a little bit more restricted than it usually is. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just, I got to actually, I did work a lot, but mm -hmm. I also got to enjoy the show more than mm -hmm. I'm used to. So I really enjoyed that. Well, I mean, Olivia Rodrigo, I think I'm going to have like a, um, uh, you know how Kim Kardashian has like her eras. Like Taylor Swift has her errors? Sure. Okay. Like where she just like dresses like different. Yeah. I think I want to have like a like goth like phase. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> what does that look like? Like an emo phase, just kind of like, you know, dark and black and like angsty and like, ah. Are you dying? Are you going dark hair? Like, like how scoff. are you doing that? I don't know. Maybe eventually. We'll see. That feels like a bad fit to me. I don't see, like, I, you're the least emo person I've maybe There's, ever met in my life. I know, that's why. So this weekend I tried out this, like, goth emo that. vibe. And everybody uh-huh. was like, it's kind of cool because it's, like, so not your personality that it's, like, kind of cool. And so I was like, wow, maybe I should, like, pull a, like, you know, Kim Kardashian and just, like, ah. Yeah, I think, like, for an event or something, it's really cool. <laughs> but I think you changing your whole vibe does not. Listen, do watch whatever me describe, you want, Watch me but... describing it next week. And I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah so yeah olivia rodrigo but it is like i feel like i'm watching this new version of like taylor swift reemerge because even her intro she said like thank you like she's so sweet and like seems so like grateful and it's like hi i'm olivia like what you guys should have heard the crowd was singing not just a driver's license every single song of hers it was like the crowd was just as loud as she was i would have been singing every word it was bananas and then she had confetti you know how like artists have the confetti that come out hers were butterflies (laughs) hello i mean i mean it was just the amount of significance the amount of significance oh my gosh you guys would freak out so i walk into my check into my hotel i walk into my hotel room what's the very first thing that's on the left side of my door let me guess a framed photo of a butterfly a framed (laughs) photo of a butterfly that's not just coincidence. A framed yeah. photo of a butterfly right next to my door. Like there's not even art next to your door. I definitely think that it's one of those. Uh, what's the law of attraction where like basically what's it called when you when you you point it out. So then you're like way more aware of it. Like when you like I got my SUV, I drive an Audi car and I had never even noticed them. And as soon as I got mine, I felt like I saw them everywhere around me. What is it called? There's a. Uh, Mandela effect. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like you put so much energy into the significance of butterflies that you are so aware when they're around Mm. you. Like you, you can find them. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah. 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 I find them in everything. I need to start doing that with like money. (laughs) Wait, do you want to know something so crazy and cool? Actually, so uh, I got back, I flew back yesterday and um, I was getting my car back and I gave the valet like a $10 tip and the my coworker that was with me and one of my bosses from iHeart was there and they like looked down at my $10 bill and they're like, oh, heavy tipper. And I was like, I don't have anything smaller. And like sometimes for some like for valet and I I like to, you know, yeah, of course. yeah, Yeah. So I was like, you know, what? always it all comes back in the end or whatever. And so we get my, I get in my car. I drop my coworker off. Shout out to Martinez. I drop him off at the station and then I go and I get a bagel and I'm sitting down and I'm eating my bagel and I look on the floor and guess what's on the floor? A $10 bill. A $20 oh, bill. Oh, wow. How cool is that? Did you try to find who it belonged to? No, well, no, because <laughs> I did like you just say I was, this uh, must be for me. I was like, this must be for me, um, but I'm going to do something with it. I'm not going to keep it. I'm going to go like haven't decided where I'm going to put it, but I'm going to hide it somewhere for somebody else to find. That's really, really nice. And like write something on it. Hope you have a great day. Something cooler. Okay. Happy Saturday. <laughs> no. uh, I, I'm going to clarify something. It was, it's not the Mandela effect. The Mandela oh. effect is a different thing. Wait, what's the Mandela find, effect? I find it fascinating. So I love to talk about it. A Mandela effect is where you question things from your past because you're so sure that it was a certain way, but it's not a certain way. 
Like you mm. remember it a certain way, but it's not actually that. Oh, like like there will be logos, and you think that it has like a letter, like a symbol in it, and then you realize it never did, but you thought it did. Right. I found some examples. Like everyone thinks um, it was Jiffy peanut butter, but it's Jiff peanut butter. Like stuff like that, and everyone everyone thinks like it's sex in the city, but it's sex and the city, and they're convinced of it a thousand percent, but they're actually just it's like a mass mistake that like the all of society makes it's really oh. kind of interesting well that's not what, what you're, you're talking, talking about. about no i have a name for that i just looked it up it's called well it's called recency bias it's called frequency illusion or bader meinhof phenomenon where something you recently learned about suddenly appears to be everywhere is there any other name for it because i've never heard yeah, of I was any say, of i've never heard that slip off becca's tongue before <laughs> the bernie madoff dick not, not, not bernie madoff <laughs> No, no frequency illusion. That doesn't no, ring a bell. Like there's a no cognitive bias. Definitely not. Bias. not. Okay. Well, I don't know what else. It's okay. Called. Well, I can keep looking. Maybe someone told me something wrong, but essentially that is exactly what I'm talking about. How you learn about something and all of a sudden you're very aware of it when it's around you. Like you see mm-hmm. it more than you ever did before. <laughs> like, you know, like if you punch someone for like punch bug. Like punch bug. Oh yeah, like slug bug. Yeah, if you're like playing that, I feel like you see them more, but you, you notice them more. Oh, hundred percent. Right? And for a week after you play punch bug, you see them everywhere. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen a punch buggy in a while. I just dri- wait. Just wait. I used wait. to drive one. You did? Yes. That's- the most Tanya car ever. ever. <laughs> I know. And my dad used to put like a fresh flower. There's like a little flower holder by the yeah. steering wheel. And he would put like a little fresh flower in there for me. It was the cutest thing oh, ever. Oh my gosh. So Tanya rad. Wow. I know. Um, what, what else? I mean, we, so the Emmys happened last night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just by the way, before we started, start that, I think I'm going to start like, uh, I want to start learning again, just like learning like basic things because I was playing Mad Libs the other day and it was said adverb. And I was like, what's an adverb? Like I literally mm. had to Google it. I didn't know what an adverb was. That's literally like second grade. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I was playing with Red Star's kids and I was like, what is an adverb? <laughs> like, when you're how to Google it. I thought you were going to say like, I always think about wanting to go maybe take a business class or something to learn about, you know, <laughs> And she's talking about adverbs. <laughs> now I'm taking it back to the old school, you know, like K yeah, we're through going K, way back. K through five. K through five. That's really funny. An adverb. Do you know what an adverb is? Yeah. It's like a, a word and go, a L-Y. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, Jojo and I were talking about this the other day because she went, she went to school to go to med school. So she like graduated whatever her degree, but she never ended up going to med school. So she was just talking about how I was saying I can't even imagine being able to focus like that to learn that's important stuff you know like you're not just trying to whiz your way and get an A like you need to know what you're doing because people's lives will be in your hands and I was saying like my focus is so not at that level that I can't even imagine doing that and I was saying like it'd be so fun to go back and take a class and like be able to learn different things in marketing and business. And I was like, I don't even think I could sit through a class right now. Yes, you could. I really don't think I could. I think you could. I think it all depends on how much, how interesting you find it. Like, yeah, you probably couldn't sit through a lot of classes. I know I couldn't, but if it was something you're actually really intrigued by and really want to know more about, I think you could. Yeah. Well, that depends on the day of how interested I am about learning new things. Well, 
Yeah. Anyway, so well, we, we're gonna we're on a whole new path because we decided oh, twice yeah. a week we're gonna do our little walks. Uh, so maybe we can incorporate some learning in those walks. Maybe we can listen to something on on the walks. Yeah, Tanya texts me today and goes, "Would you want to go on a run with me twice a week?" And I think she was expecting me to be like, "Absolutely not," but I think I shocked her because I was like, "Yeah, I would," but I can't. I'm not Whoa. a runner because. I've never been a runner. Like I played, I played sports, but it was more like fast sprinting. So I, I've never been like a distance runner and Tanya will go on like five mile runs with like no issue. And I know it's bad for your knees and I'm getting a little, you know, as I get older, I'm like, do I want to test the limits there? I know the knee issue is really beginning to be a situation, but you know, no pain, no gain. That's what they say. No. <laughs> what just happened? That was the s- scariest <laughs> unexpected <laughs> i need i need this recording just so i can have that clip i was like like she was possessed momentarily by a weird <laughs> a weird demon <laughs> anyways i have no idea what i was talking about okay i have i have a question yeah. have you ever had a like very realistic sex dream about someone who like a, a, a like boss or significant or not significant other that's very normal but like a friend or like someone that you're like I like it's gonna it's weird for me to see them again yeah I'm sure I have if I think about give me a minute to think about it but I'm sure I have them a lot do do you ever tell them or do you just like hope that the awkward like you just brush it off I mean, if it's, I think I've had weird dreams about Ryan. I've told him before, but like sex dreams, uh, like not necessarily sex dreams, but like we're, we're like married driving across the country or something. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) goes way beyond sex. Yeah. 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 Uh, but other than that, no, because they're usually like people that I don't have daily interactions with. Oh yeah. Did you have a sex dream about somebody recently? Care to share who it's about? I'm not going to share who it's about. Why? Because... Is it a friend or somebody famous? It's a friend. Oh no, I've had I've had them about famous people. Oh, it's a friend. friend? Is it me? No. (laughs) No. And if I have one tonight about you, I'm gonna be mad. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is about to get weird, but all right, let's go. She's like upset. (laughs) Yeah. What did she say? Bob (laughs) Murnoff? Bob Smirnoff? (laughs) She said Bernie Madoff, I think. Oh yeah, Bernie Madoff. Well, I, I had one one time about my boss and it was like, so when Your I, hot boss, the one I tried to set you up with. Yeah. yeah. And I always thought like I, we just got along really well, but I, there was never like any of that, but I've been watching the, um, impeachment series, the uh-huh. Monica Lewinsky, uh, and Bill Clinton. And it's so interesting, the dynamic of sh- her going into a job where she has a huge crush on the president and him giving her the attention. And I'm like, that's so complicated. Like, no, I would be too scared because of like (laughs) the level of which that boss is, you know, I don't have issue with authority. Like if you have a crush on someone and, and they're in your, in authority, like, I don't, I don't know. You have, I've had crushes on people that were like authority figures at work and stuff. To me, the issue is like, hi, you're married. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. But I'm saying it's like she's this young girl. She goes into this job and and the president of the United States who she thinks is like has a crush on or whatever shows her interest and favoritism 
And obviously she knows that he's married, but it's like, I, I don't know. I think that's a very complicated, like in my mind, I would obviously be like, well, I'm not even going to go there because the uh, consequences from that going anywhere would be, could ruin my life, which I would say definitely didn't make her life easier. Right. I'm just saying like, have you ever had like a crush on someone in an authority position? Yeah. All the time. But did they ever show you attention back in a way that. Yeah. But they were married. Like I don't like to me. the, The issue is like the married, like this man was married. Not about the boss thing. No. I think the heart wants what it wants. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that's something you can control, is it? No, I mean, no, you can no, certainly control your actions, you, that's what I'm saying. those feelings you can't control. That's what I'm saying, how you act on it. But, I mean, that's a lot of self-control to say, I'm not going to go there, even though it's like every yearning part of my body wants to go there. But, like, I know that that's not going to be the best decision for people to like have those feelings and be receiving it back. I feel like that's a complicated. I just feel like she got, I was so young when that happened, but in my mind she got so destroyed in the media about this. And to me, I'm like, if, if the president of the United States is showing like favoritism, how do you just like ignore that and just be like, sorry, no, (laughs) You know, I, I was uh, an, adult, an adult when this went down, so um, I remember it very vividly. Um, and I remember thinking it was kind of funny at the time because I was in my 20s. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how silly. Uh, but but since then, and, and part of my evolution, I suppose, I'm very, very um, pro-Monica on this whole thing, that she was very much victimized by him and very much a victim in the whole thing. So I would imagine that's a very interesting special because I do think he preyed upon her. Ugh. Yeah. I think that noise is how I would describe my feelings about that whole situation. Yeah, though. I mean, to me, it's like he was the one that was married. Like, you disgusting perv. Yeah, yeah. but I think that w- like, what was just presented, I mean, married. I don't know if you remember, but what was presented was that it, it was like her fault or something. In my opinion, like, that's kind of what I remember. And watching this, I'm like, wait, this is conflicting because she's this young girl this man that is like the most powerful man in the country is showing her favoritism and wanting her to come to his office and blah, blah, blah. And she's like sitting at home waiting for him to call because he would just call her sometimes. Yes, she was presented as a homewrecker and had her physical appearance mocked 24 hours a day by the media and late night talk shows. I think it takes two to tango. I'm not, I'm, I mean, like, I, I, I yeah, I to me, too. both of them are at fault. And it's also like, yeah, you have temptation, like, you like pizza, but you don't eat pizza for breakfast, I, lunch, and dinner. No, I don't. Because it's just I, like you're an adult and you like, you practice self restraint sometimes. But you know what I mean? It's like, if know, anyone I'm, does have pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it would be Becca Tilly, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, you're an adult and you don't do that. No, and I get that. But like, I'm just saying when your job's involved, when you feel pressure, you're also falling in whatever you want to call it, falling in love, infatuated with this man. And then he's reciprocating it. And I you have to factor like in that he is the president of the United States. That's what I'm States. saying. Yes, I think, sure, it takes two to tango, but this is not a 50-50 blame split. This is him. This is him being really, really a bad dude. And he's well, the married one. That, that happens you know? a lot. And just like in, in not necessarily the president of the United States, just like people, I mean, hello, it's the whole entire Me Too movement. You know what I mean? It's, there's big producers in Hollywood that would like 
do this to women who were auditioning for major roles. And, you know, like sometimes I think, especially like these women, you want the role. So you're like, well, like, I don't want to, you know, Mm -hmm. make this person feel like, I don't want to jeopardize my career, career or like my opportunity for this role in any way. So it's like, I do. Yeah. I think that this has been happening for a very, very, very long time. Well, I just think it's, it's really, really it's really good. And I know Monica Lewinsky is involved. So I feel it's like even more interesting watching, knowing that she is very involved in like how the show is, how everyone's portrayed, how the story's portrayed. But um, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting conversation of like, you know, I went to high school with a girl who ended up marrying her volleyball coach once she, you know, was of (laughs) age, started dating her, you know, and it's like so controversial, but a lot of times when she was of age oh my goodness yeah well yeah when she graduated because they couldn't date you know but it's like i guess to me it's this conversation especially with uh teachers and coaches it's like some of these teachers and coaches get out of school and they're 22 right and then their students are 17 gonna turn 18 and it's like seems in in that that age difference isn't that big of a deal later in life but during that time it's so i just think there's a difference between two people one in a in a place of authority and one not uh having mutual feelings for each other wanting to like harvest a relationship no marriage involved single people to me i don't see that as an issue like i had like the hots for my spanish teacher in high school and he was single and i was 16 i would have totally dated him if he would have been down (laughs) <laughs> if he would have been down if he would have been down yeah keywords. Um, but uh but i think there's a difference when there's an authority uh, like a figure and they're using that as to an advantage to prey on somebody or to you know use that i don't know there, i just think there's just a difference and there is there's something appealing about someone in power like it's attractive to see someone who has like uh I guess success and power in a in a situation like I'm imagining if she was at a bar and Bill Clinton wasn't the president of the United States and had no power and he was hitting on her she would not well I mean I just heard some like gnarly stories of men in authority doing some gnarly stuff in the industry it's so corrupt yeah it's so disturbing and disgusting and I think we've come a long way from that and hopefully we just keep continuing to come like I've Thank God I've never felt like in that position. Mm-hmm. Had I been in 10 years older, 20 years older, like, I don't even know. I, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I'd be crying every day. Yeah. That's why I kind of feel like this, this show is kind of like her being like, this is my story. And I'm telling it now that I have the ability to do so. Yeah. Which is, it's really good though. Really well done. I also, I give her a lot of credit for turning her life around because when your name is a national punchline and everyone in America knows who you are and laughs at you. I think that's got to be brutal to get through. And the fact that she's now an advocate for, you know, victims of this sort of thing. And she goes on a speaking tour. She has Ted talks. Like she's really turned her life around. It's really impressive. Mm-hmm. It's called strength. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I don't have that personally with like people's opinion of me. So I would be curled up in my home yeah <laughs> I, that'd be like imagine uh, yeah like not leaving your home yeah <laughs> um yeah but it's 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 an interesting conversation because i i do think i mean even you look at tv shows where it's a little bit more glamorized like uh 
Derek and Meredith, which she didn't know he was married, but he was separated, whatever. And she was an intern. He was her, her boss, essentially. And yet it was so romantic. You know, it was like they had this connection. They fell in love. But, but technically they met at a bar, not knowing either person's what. Yeah, but they hadn't slept together. Yeah, they did. They slept together right after they met oh, each other. Oh, yeah, the bar. yeah, you're right. You're right. And then but then they kept you know, at that point, it's like, do you say absolutely not? Or do you say the heart wants what it wants? The heart wants what it wants. Speaking of Grey's Anatomy, there's a juicy book. Oh, what? yeah. Let's get into the book and the Emmys, too. Okay. But we have to take a break. Okay. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. 
could just be a me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcasts. Okay, we are back. So Tanya sent this uh, post that was from Us Weekly, and it's about this book, kind of what recapping Grey's Anatomy and like what's happened on set and stuff. Yeah. The book is called how to save a life, the inside story of Grey's Anatomy. And it hasn't come out yet, but I guess us weekly posted like a little bit of a, you know, kind of like how they send out blurbs about what to expect or whatever. And the big thing was like kind of how not cool Patrick Dempsey was on set. Well, just that what I'm the in the article I see, it's more like he would complain about how long he was there and kind of felt like he was working too much or something. And when then she Ellen was would there like, longer. Yeah. And, yeah. And Ellen would kind of check him and be like, everyone's been here for a long time. But I think that's kind of and she's I mean, even in the article, it's like he would get it like once she checked him on it. But I think that's kind of I think their relationship was kind of this like best friends like brother and sister type thing where she they were comfortable enough where she could be like don't don't be a dick (laughs) I don't know I'm like so curious because again like what we were talking about men and authority just feeling like they're ish don't stank you're on this hot show like you know egos are like legit a thing I have seen some um, gnarly egos from people who are not even half as famous as Patrick Dempsey And I can only imagine, I mean, I had a great experience when I met him, but it's like, I think also sometimes when you're in the heat of it, Mm -hmm. everybody's like fawning over you. You're like the lead of this massive show. There's got to be some like gnarly stories from that that are not great. But I also feel like sometimes it's not even the biggest celebrities that have the ego. Sometimes I think it's the people who are like barely celebrities that have like the really intense egos. But I think... Maybe there were a lot of issues because when he left, it seemed like it wasn't on good terms, but then they brought him back and it made me feel like, well, I think time heals all uh, yeah, wounds, wounds, <laughs> time heals all wounds. So I think there was definitely some drama when he left, like for sure. If I could be a fly on the wall when all that stuff was going down, I would give my ears 
or my right ear. I would like to have one ear. I'd like to be able to hear um, some stuff. But I, I mean, I think there's some gnarly stuff that went down. Oh, I wonder if this book I know goes into it. If it does, I'm going to be purchasing that right off, hot off the press. <laughs> I know, but I, know. I, I'm curious because it's like this little blurb. You know how like when books come out, they give you like kind of the juiciest mm-hmm. stuff to mm-hmm. kind of play with first before the book comes out. If this is the juiciest. Uh, I don't know. I'd be curious just to hear stories. Like I really like that stuff from shows and movies that I love. Like I love to hear what has happened behind the scenes. So I'd give it a chance for sure. Give it a chance. Yeah. By the way, we were asked by our producer, our top four Grey's Anatomy uh, characters that we'd want to have on the show or on the podcast. Besides Ellen. Besides Ellen Pompeo. And uh, I suggested Owen Hunt because I think that'd be a very funny conversation. Well, the thing is, like, I highly, highly doubt he's listened to our podcast. So it's not like... We'd have to defend anything, but I think it's more, it's not even, it's not him. Like, I mean, when we met him at the Paley Fest or whatever, we weren't like, oh my gosh, he's our favorite, but we're very much against this character, not Kevin McKidd. So it would, it would be just like, we don't like your character because he cheated on Christina and we haven't forgiven you for it. But I, he for sure knows. Remember we've had other guests on the show that have said they've heard about our podcast I don't think they talk about it in depth. Yeah, they, they come to set every once a week and they say, oh my gosh, did you hear what they said on Scrubbing In about Owen Hunt? Well, sometimes we like kind of like if the episodes aren't good to us, we kind of bash it. So I, I hope that they're not tuning in every week. <laughs> you know what? Except we give- Mark. Mark always is like, that was a good, I liked it. And we're like, no, I, I feel like my bar is lower than your bar is because you guys are constantly watching the episodes from 10 years ago. And therefore, when it's not as good as the episode you've seen six times from 10 years ago, you're like, oh, it's not what it used to be. Well, I really try to just enjoy it, uh, the merits of each week's show. You know what, though? I like my bar being high in life. Like, I just want my bar to be high <laughs> in life. I don't want to watch TV. That's sub bar. I don't want to partake in relationships that are par bar no one is suggesting that i'm just saying if you enjoy it for its merits and live in the moment rather than comparing to the past i think you'll be happier yeah but i i think it's nearly impossible to not compare to like to watch it thinking of how it once was versus what it feels like sometimes now comparison is the thief of joy Comparison is a thief of joy but so you know what so is sitting through an hour of television <laughs> that <laughs> That is like, oh, it's like, why am I doing this to myself? I feel like 40 minutes will go by and I'm like, have I retained anything in the last 40 minutes? Right. When there's so much out there that I enjoy watching. Sometimes I would rather watch people's Instagram stories. I love Instagram. You know what? This is the issue, though. This is part of my issue is that because TikTok and Instagram, it's so quick. I don't have to focus on anything for too long. So right, I'm able right, to just right. kind of like be entertained for like 15 seconds and then move on. Whereas when I sit down to watch something, if it doesn't capture my attention quickly, I'm, I'm out. I'm checked out. I know. I was doing this thing where I was putting my phone down like for one day a week and I, I stopped doing that. I'm going to get back into it. 
just so I can start watching more TV shows. Actually, that reminds me. I want to make a list priorities. of... But putting one screen down to <laughs> look at another. I thought she was going to say, like, to go on a walk and just, like, check out. But no. Just, yeah, I want to get some more TV shows under my belt because I feel like... Um, well, apparently I have to watch Hacks because, holy crap, that won a ton of stuff last night. It's so good. I'm not... I've only watched, I think, two episodes. See, like that. Like, I want to get back into Hacks, but I started watching Hacks, and then I left it to, to to keep up on Ted Lasso, and then I started watching White Lotus, and then I got on to Love Island, and now I need to get back to Hacks. Okay, Love Island, I don't get it. I just don't. Like, I... Okay, so... I have tried to watch Love Island. I swear I've tried to start it five times. And everyone has told me season five is like one of the best That's ones. That's what we just started. So I keep forgetting that that's the same one I keep trying to start. So it'll get five minutes in and I'm like, this is the same freaking season I tried to start last time. And I've done it. I swear. I'm not even trying to be dramatic. I've done this like five times. I get through one episode and I'm like, what? I have zero connection with these people. Okay, uh, uh, start on season six, which is the season after that. Okay, that's the one that we just finished, and it was phenomenal. When does it get However, good? However, so here's the thing: we started watching it on our flight to Hawaii, and Red Star was started it, and I, I, I like I joined in probably episode three with him or three or four, so I missed the first couple episodes. So I don't really know how Hold the on. show's. Hold what? on. Red Star was watching Love Island by himself. Yeah, because there wasn't anything to watch on the plane. Like it was um, like there must not have there must not have been a puke bag to read. I mean, no, seriously, there, that there is. Really, I'm telling you, there were like choice. Th- there were five like channels or whatever. It wasn't. We weren't in like some like I don't know. It was very actually interesting. There was like five things to watch. I was playing like just just, just to comparison. I was playing a game that was like called I Spy, and okay. it was like but this is how I differ from Red Star and you. Apparently, I would never in a million years get on a plane without a tablet full of entertainment brought with me, just in case there's nothing good on the plane. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm downloading Netflix series like crazy just in case because there's no way I'm sitting there for four hours staring at nothing. See, for me, it was like if I don't have anything to watch, we can. I brought cards. I would enjoy talking to him for four hours. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> My god, Red Star is a saint on earth. <laughs> So, yeah, so he found Love Island and just plopped his headphones in right away. <laughs> and uh, he was, like, giggling watching it. And so I was like, what is he giggling about? He's like, this show's so bad, but it's so good. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And then uh, because I was playing I Spy, I could only play I Spy for so long. So I started, you know, joining in. And so maybe you start three or four episodes in, but I'm telling you, it's so it's everything you want a TV show. I'm t- start with six because I, I can vouch for that one. I haven't seen five. I just don't just try. Give me, I will. Just give but me like, sp- I mean, I love like I love watching Bachelor in Paradise. And it's, it's not even comparable anymore. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. OK, well, I will give it my sixth attempt and I'll start on season six. Even Episode though everyone four. said Episode season four. five is the best. I agree with you. That's why we started. That's why we're starting season five. But OK, well, so yeah, I don't, I don't understand the appeal there. And then I, my sister said hacks is like hilarious. She was like, I laugh, we laugh out loud. It's like modern woman energy times 10, because it's basically about this comedian and she's like older. And so, but she's like this huge comedians established in her career, but like mm-hmm. she's get you know, in quotes older. And so they bring in this young writer who's in her twenties and it's just all about 
that relationship and that stereotype and like the things that happen to women in the industry. And it, it is, it's really funny. I've only watched two episodes, but I really enjoyed those two. And it won big at the Emmys. Big. Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, but And you know what else won big? I know. And that's why I'm hesitant because I just, I have received DMS from people saying like how, uh, how much of a reaction they had from your hate of Ted Lasso. Oh, it's, it's baffling. It's baffling. Can y'all still like, can y'all just give me a recap of what's so good about it? Like what I missed out of it? No, we can't. Why? If you have to explain it, it's just, it wouldn't be the same. Right. It's like, it's like Tinkerbell. <laughs> I don't know. What the, I don't, I don't know enough about Tinkerbell. You to can't have explain the magic. It just is. <laughs> okay, sure. I don't know. I love it. I loved every minute of that show. But but y'all think it's funny? Oh, it's oh, hilarious. Very funny. Very, very funny. But maybe my humor is just a different type of humor. So like I, it doesn't humor me. Well, there's lots of different kinds of humor in there. I love the little interactions between Ted Lasso and Coach Beard. And uh, I like the, the way they kind of interplay together sitting around the office. But there's lots of different types of humor in there. Well, what really screwed me over was when Tanya was dying laughing at that one scene. And then it happened. And I was just sitting there like, is this, have we peaked? Is this oh, it? Because she was like, die, like breathless laughing. I appreciate Ted Lasso's humor. And actually, I'm going to put it out there. I would love to have Jason Sudeikis on the podcast as a yeah. Ted Lasso stand. Well, I would have to watch about, it um, to have him on the... Brett Goldstein. Is he... Uh... Roy Kent. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd be amazing. Oh, I, I didn't realize until last or night. Hannah Waddingham. Yes, Hannah Waddingham. of the team because she won last night. She'd yeah, be great yeah. too. Big winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right. I, listen, I'm going to try because it won so many awards that I'm like, maybe I need to go a few episodes before I really give up on it. It's just like feel good. You know what I mean? It's like this man that just sees the world in such a unique way. But I and have you. I don't need to see it on TV. Like, I literally have a, a version of Ted Lasso that really I do. Yeah. Like, it, to me, it's like what... I don't need to watch someone act it. I see it in real life. Like I've actually th thought about getting a believe a uh, poster and putting it above my studio door here. I Is like that it. part of the show? Yeah. Okay. Uh, where are you on the crown? Cause it was T Ted Lasso and hacks were big winners in the crown as well. Where are you guys in the crown? I, I, I can't get into it. I've watched two seasons of it and it's interesting because I do agree. It's incredibly well-made and it's very, very interesting, but I'm never looking forward to the next episode. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I can't get into it. Haley watched it, like binged it the first two seasons, but she told me she was like, I, there's no chance you would like that. Show. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never even tried. And I, I respect that about myself. You know, I, I know who I am. I know what I like. And I'm interested in some of it, but I'm also kind of not, which is okay. Yeah. Like it's such a great feeling when you get into a show and you can't wait to watch the next one. Like for I, example, it's such a great feeling. It's so rare to feel that. Season three of Sex Education just came out. I love everything about that show. I love every character. I love the casting. I love the world they create. I love the wardrobe. I love the sex positive messaging. I love the music. I love everything about that show. I love it. And I can't wait. I, I don't want to do anything else except watch it. 
Do I need to watch it? Yeah, that's Haley actually was saying she was so excited about the two, and I didn't even know there were other seasons of it. So it's phenomenal. I really what's really it on love Netflix? It. Yeah. Would you compare that to Ted Lasso? <laughs> <laughs> if you were to just give me, I don't a... know. I mean, it is British, so there's probably some British oh, humor. I don't know, but it's Ted Lasso's British. No, sex education. No, oh. Ted. La- I think well, Ted Lasso has an all British cast except for Jason Sudeikis. Oh. And Coach Beard. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. So I don't know. So there might be a comparison there, but I just love that show so much. It's really great. So Hacks is going to go back on my list. I'm going to watch the Monica Lewinsky show. Hacks and then Sex that's Education. Weekly, so you have plenty of, I mean, that's like weekly. So you watch one episode or you can catch up. There's two episodes and then that'll just be weekly. So it won't take up that much time. I think Sex Education's like a whole season's out. I think. They, yeah, I believe really that's right. Yes, yes. Um, I'd like to start a period show. Just like every episode is like something about the period. And like, like a period piece or your menstrual cycle? Menstrual cycle. Oh. Not a period piece. Well, <laughs> to, is that not that if she said I want to start a period show that she could be referring to a period piece as opposed to a period <laughs> Menstrual cycle. Menstrual cycle. Right. I, I took it as a period about a show about her period. Yeah. Oh. I would love to have a show. You're right. About I should have considered who that was, whose mouth that was coming out. Periods. Of. Yeah. Just like the cycle, different things, different phases, like different uh, uh, supplies during your period, all kinds of things. Yeah. Maybe that'll be my TikTok that. thing honestly smart that yeah. would do probably get you a lot of there you go you don't have to dance there you go yeah all right here we come i actually yeah, wanted to film a tiktok with you today no pain um, no gain no pain no gain mark how dare you make me experience that again um <laughs> damn it's brutal out here so we chose the uh our picks for four categories in at the Emmys last night and yeah. Tanya sent hers and then I sent mine and I think I won two of the four yeah. and you won one of the four. Yeah. So that makes me a winner. But you know what I was upset about reggae Jean page? I was really wanting a big W for him because I don't know what. Because why? Cause he's just like hot, hot and cool and new. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Billy right. Porter. I really wanted it to go to one of those two. So I was just like a little befuddled by that category. But I think he was. I mean, I, I didn't I wasn't a big lover of Bridgerton because to me it just felt like, oh, what? He was hot. And that was about all I could say about it. Let me just tell you, the instrumental versions of the pop songs did things to my body that. I can't undo. I do appreciate. I did appreciate that aspect of it. That's right. You heard that that right. You heard that right. Yeah. Oh, I also need to know Khalid's reaction to you telling him you make out to his music. Okay. So it's like way better than that because he is like the most loveliest human on the planet. And, um, I, I, I tell everybody because I interviewed, I got to interview Tate McRae and she has that song with Khalid right now. I love her music. Yeah. I do too. And so I was like, you're kind and I told her, I was like, you're kind of, uh, coming into my, my makeout playlist because like her song with Khalid comes can, you know, plays. Cause I put it on like Khalid 
mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. So anyway, she was a little taken aback by the, um, she's like, I've never heard that before. And I was like, yeah, I was like, if you're newly dating somebody, I was like, I don't know your relationship status, but if you're newly dating somebody and you bring them home with you, cause she just got a new apartment. And I was like, and you want to set the mood, put on any Khalid album. And like, it just is like, it, it's the best makeout music. It's such a good vibe. And like, it'll take you from the makeout all the way home if you want to, like, it's just really good. And so, um, he was performing that night on the main stage. And so I, I went to his dressing room to like, say hi. Cause the label, his label knows that I really like him. And I was like, I just have to tell you, like, <laughs> I make out, I'm probably made out to your music more than I've done anything else in the last year and a half. Like, I was like, your music is the best music to like make out to. And I said, and I said, take it from make out all the way home. If you know what I'm saying. And he gets oh. the biggest grin on his face and he is like smiling and just like loving it. And he was just like, I love it so much. He's like, you love hearing how, you know, your music connects to how my music connects to people. <laughs> And that's so awesome. And I was just like, yeah, I go, <laughs> I was like, my boyfriend knows like if, to, if he wants to get me in the mood, he just throws something from you on. And I'm just like there in two seconds. And he's like, <laughs> I mean, he can do anything and you're there in two seconds. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But it's always, it's either Khalid or her. Those are the two artists mm. that like really get me going. And um, he, I thought he really enjoyed it. He was like smiling and like so giggly and just like the cutest human. I'm such a Khalid stan. It's like not even funny. Yeah. I don't know what other reaction he would do for that though. But I think it's like, here's the thing. A lot of people don't talk about it, but makeout music is really hard to come by, you know? And like everybody makes playlists and you want like really good songs that put you in the mood and they're hard to come by. So I think it's like, I'm basically, uh, what's the word? Not community <laughs> service. What's the word when you like are doing good to people? Public service. Public service. Yeah. I'm basically, it's a public service by giving people good makeout songs. So do you make out and only have sex to music? Like, is there always music? In my dreams, that's what I would like. It doesn't always happen that way. But yeah, I would. So you can look at him while you kiss? Yeah. I love Khalid's playing? Yes. <laughs> making out to music is just like, let me also tell you the sport of making out is really underrated. What do you mean? A lot of people don't make out. The sport of making out? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, I could like, make out actually... for long t- periods of time. Is that what makes it the sport? Yeah. I'm confused about the word sport. The art. Okay. They're okay. That's the what art. I thought we were trying to say, but I was like, I don't know if I'm missing something. The art of making out is like almost, yeah. It's surprising how many people don't make out. Yeah. And like kids these days, they just like go straight into more. It's like, what happened to the make out phase? <laughs> you know, like that was always like a fun phase of like a couple months when you're dating somebody. The makeout, long. You're saying like before you sleep with them? Yeah, yeah. It's just like that's just like obsolete these days. (laughs) You know, the kids don't know what they're missing out on. They don't know what they're missing out on. (laughs) Um, the lost sport. Oh, I was laughing because I saw this TikTok where this girl was basically saying she was like acting. It said something along when the bar is set really low, and she's like, "Yeah." So, and she's like making fun of these types of girls. This is not offense to you, but I do feel like this would be you. Um, and she was like basically saying, yeah, like the other day, Jeremy handed me a packet of ketchup. And I was like, Jeremy, what is this for? And he was like, 
well, don't you like ketchup with your fries? And I just thought it was so nice that he remembered to hand me a packet of ketchup. <laughs> and I was like, how true is that? Like the bar for s- is so low for some people that like something that simple is just like uh, for guys in general, I think. heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Red Star goes like way above that. But I do. But it's true. Like- but even the smallest things I get, I'm so grateful for. <laughs> like, it's so weird. But I think it's because I've just dealt with so many guys that are just like, so, <laughs> you know, that I just, it makes me appreciate it more. And I like want to say it. Yeah. 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 Like the fact that he'll like heat up my heating pad. He knows like the day that I'm like really no, crampy. See, that's or, like, very thoughtful and out of the norm though. But well, I'm like, saying, is like, it? It's like, yeah, if you heating were- up your heating pad for your period. He probably has your phases like in his calendar. It's like, yep, it's luteal time. Like, yeah, she's going to be craving some chocolate. So, yeah, I got to get that bad boy out. Yeah. Well, speaking of, maybe we should get into some emails because I have an email and I have an idea. I have an idea for it's kind of a game. I don't know if it's a game really, but it's kind of a fun little thing we can try. Actually, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back and do an email and then maybe an idea slash game. Great. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, we are back. And I think we have one email today from Anonymous, Mark. You want that first or the idea slash game first? Mm-hmm. Idea slash game. Okay. Probably a good idea because if this falls flat, we'll have the email to end strong on. Okay. <laughs> you mentioned the Mandela effect earlier. The Mandela effect is when we all kind of misremember something as mm-hmm. a society and it's weird. And it all started because people thought that Nelson Mandela uh, had passed away, but he didn't pass away until 2013. But people thought he died in prison back in the 80s. That's why it's called the Mandela effect. Oh, I did too. And I gave the example of Jiffy peanut butter. It's actually Jiff peanut butter. There's a couple other examples. So I'll ask you, like we've all used Febreze before, right? Mm-hmm. We all know yeah. Febreze. How do you spell Febreze? F-A-B-R-E-Z-E. No, F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E. Okay, you're both wrong. Uh, but, but I think Tanya's is the more typically misremembered. You, people put the word breeze in there where it's not. It's F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. That's what I just said. You I said thought you F-A. said F-A. You did. You said F-A. What is it? F-E. Oh, it's Febreze. You have right. and yet some we've bad seen short-term that memory. So no, I'm, I think it's from COVID. I'm dead serious. How do you spell Oscar Mayer? O-S-C-A-M-O. It's O-S... <laughs> oh, it... Oscar Mayer. Wait, Oscar Mayer. Wait, no, it's O-S-C-A-M-O. Why are you screaming? O-S-C-A-R-M-E-Y-E-R. No, it's M-A-Y-E-R. That's the misremembered version. You said the misremembered, M-E-Y-E-R. It is actually M-A-Y-E-R. Oh. It is? It's not M-E? There you go. See, this is, as we misremember, this is the Mandela effect. I'm I sorry, but this is I... the Mandela effect or just like, I can't spell for it. Well, maybe. Also, there was zero awareness of the <laughs> tone or tune of that song. Like, <laughs> My it was just screaming. My baloney has a first, first name. name. It's, it's M-A-Y-E-R. <laughs> no. 
not the first name. O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-A-Y-E-R. That one you got right. All right. So how do you spell Skechers? Like the shoes. Mark, you didn't not introduce this as a spelling bee. Okay. There's, uh, well, it's going to be. Okay. (laughs) Skechers. Taste the rainbow. Not Skittles. Oh, (laughs) uh, S-K-E-T-C-H-E-R. S. I would say the same. All right. There was no T in the word Skechers. If you have any Skechers shoes, check them. There was no T in the word Skechers. I enjoy this because you've actually gotten the misremembered of every single one of them so far. So here, let me give you one more. Yeah, we're proof proof of the... Spell Fruit Loops. We've all eaten Fruit Loops before. Becca, probably this week. How do you spell Fruit Loops? Oh, did you ever try those Fruit Loops uh, Pop-Tart? Oh, we can't taste them. Dang it. But I did. (laughs) Um, Fruit Loops would be F-R-U-I-T-L-O-O-P-S. No, That is the commonly misremembered, Tanya. It's Fruit, F-R-O-O-T. That's right. Very good. L-O-O-P-S. Very good. Wow, this is crazy. Can you picture the Monopoly man in your head? Yes. Describe what's going on on his face. Long white beard. No, he has a mustache. Oh. Yeah. What's he wearing? A hat. Top hat. Anything else? Glasses. He has a top hat and like a little thing like this. A monocle. Oh, the monocle? Yeah. That's exactly what people misremember. He is not. He does not have a monocle, but everyone thinks he has a monocle. See, I think I hate this is that I'm so basic. I feel basic and I hate it. What what color uh, what color is Pikachu's tail? Yellow. That's yeah, right. I, it is yellow. Yeah. People <laughs> misremember po- it as I know being my Pokemon, you know. And black, but it's not yellow and black. It's just yellow. That's right. All right. Anyway, I think that's enough of that. But I thought I got the idea. We got well, the idea. That made me feel it. just like a lame ass loser. <laughs> Really? That was not my intention. I'm like that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Take it doesn't take much. Try not knowing what an adverb is to make you feel like an asshole. <laughs> All right, let's get to the email here. This is from anonymous, as you teased earlier. My husband and I have been together for four years, married for a year and a half. We just welcomed our first child. His parents live on the opposite coast. I met his parents on a visit when we were newly dating, and they introduced themselves as their first names. Flash forward to a year later, my husband proposed and we went to visit his parents soon after. On this visit, they told my husband to tell me they no longer felt comfortable with me calling them by their first names and I must call them mom and dad. The next time we saw them was at our wedding and when they brought it up to me, I was caught so off guard, I simply said, I'll think about it. And I changed the subject. Well, they came to the town to meet the baby and came up for the third time. This time, my husband had my back and told them I don't feel comfortable, and it became a huge argument. Am I wrong for not wanting to call them mom and dad? I have a great relationship with my own mom and dad. I barely know my in-laws, and they barely know me. What would you do? Should I suck it up and just do it or stick my ground and deal with the discomfort the few times we are in person? I read this and was so confused. Wait. This isn't, I mean, I'm sorry, this is an issue, but like something about it's so funny because I'm thinking about me being in this situation and like, I'm such a people pleaser being like, oh yeah, of course. And then like, let's say their name was like Linda and I'm like, yeah, that's sure. Linda, mom, (laughs) like it would be so forced that like nothing about it. They would quickly not want me to do that because it'd be so uncomfortable. Yeah. I would say I don't think you're weird at all for not wanting to do that personally. I think it's 
weird that they want you to call, like, but I feel like it happens, you know, like what if I all of a sudden came in and was like, I want you to start calling me like Madonna or something, you know, <laughs> and like, well, whatever. I know, but, but not really like they want to be called something. So like, just call it, call them but, that. But no, no. I, mean, I, I don't think that's the same at all because mom and dad holds a very like important role. Like mom and dad it's not you changing your first name to Madonna. Okay, well, what, okay, maybe you could like hybrid it. And if like their mom, her mom, her name is Linda. She wants you to call her mom. You can call her like, Mama mommy. Linda or something. Mommy Linda. You not mommy. You <laughs> mommy. No, like Mama oh. Linda or something. Like me in the middle. Uh, maybe. Look, I have in-laws. I don't call them mom and dad. It would be weird to me. I've got a mom. I've got a dad and they're mom and dad. I think it's weird otherwise. And some people, that's how they do it. That, I don't judge that at all. That's totally cool. But it, it feels weird to me. I call them Ron and Sandy. It took me a while, though. I will say when we were first together and probably a while after we got married, I avoided calling them anything because I wasn't really comfortable with their names and I wasn't really comfortable with mom and dad. So I just avoided it. And maybe that's the way to go for the near future until you settle on something. Right. Like you're just like, hey, nice yeah. to see you. Like you don't really right. have to call people by their name. You'd be surprised how little you need to use people's names. Like you're true. so right. It's so true. <laughs> like I could literally never use your name. <laughs> how would you get my attention? In a you, crowd. In a crowd. When are you when are we in crowds? Like I come into your house and I'm like, hey. No, I'm saying if I'm in a crowd though and you're trying to get my attention, how are you getting my attention? When does that happen? Once in a while? I'm just saying. Exactly. That's our point. You I could get away for a really long time without saying your your boobs look huge today. Oh my God, relax. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Distracted. I never <laughs> What? I never get that compliment. As I said, look huge. What I'm top about to is this? My period. It's a It's gone. Distracted by the breasts, the boobies. Okay. Anyways, I agree. I think I'm. I'm with Mark. I would just find a way to like. There's no need for you to be like. Mama Linda. <laughs> no. And there's also no need for this argument. Just say, okay, sure. I'd be happy to. And then yeah. never do it. Never, never do, do it. it. Yeah. Nope. I could not, I could not imagine calling anybody else mom or dad, but if yeah. somebody said that to me, like, I don't know if you came in, you're like, I want you to start calling me mom. I'd be like, all no, right, mom, this Becca. is Robbie's parents. Think of Robbie's parents saying, we insist that you call us mom and dad. That's the best comparison. Cause look, if Becca wanted to be a different name, if you wanted to be Madonna, if somebody <laughs> wants to be they, them, whatever be right. whatever you want this is a totally different conversation yeah i mean they they did not request that <laughs> they've never requested that of me uh but yeah i'd probably do like a hybrid i'd come up with some like cute little like nickname like i don't know yeah I, mama l i'm I, i'm totally with you -dog. like m dog <laughs> don't let it be a point of conflict because it's a very easy way of getting around this without even having to call them by name and if you're somewhere where it ends up being that something has to be done, I would use the first name and then be like, oh my God, sorry, but you got their attention already. So then that's, you're like, sorry. Yeah. Sorry let's just that. hope that they never are in like a crowded area together, <laughs> Yeah, which it doesn't seem Don't like they there. are. Mom, dad doesn't work in a crowded area because other people are going to respond. You got to use the name in that situation. True. Right. True. You really can get around this without having to use any sort of name. Right. But um, I and I also think if if she didn't have a good relationship with her parents and didn't have like a mom or dad, then I think it'd be a little bit different. Like, hey, we want to we want to be that role in your life. But when you already have that, it's kind of like 
I don't know. Well, and like she was saying in the email, she sees they've been married for four years and she's seen them three or four times in her whole life. So it's like, I feel like she can very much avoid this. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Good. Yeah. Oh, M dog. What? M dog. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I like. <laughs> okay. This reminds me, though, because you were like, ew, mommy. Why are there certain words like that that are just gross, but they don't really have any. I don't know why they're gross. I don't know because I feel like recently it's become like a pop culture thing where everyone says like mom and dad or like you're, when you're a couple, it's like mommy and daddy. And I'm like, Ooh, like, I've I don't, never I'm not mommy into and daddy. That. You haven't? No. Like who is that? Like who people does... post stuff on Instagram. Daddy. Yeah. Mommy and daddy. It's like, like do they say that about like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. 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 It's like mommy and daddy. It's like, ugh. <laughs> The, the another because it's like you try to like sexualize it. And it's just like not like it's like not it, you know. I just feel that way about certain words. Like I don't know why it gives me like icks. Like, like I don't like, like the word sexualize anything but mom and dad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, sometimes like people will see say like mommy and it's not sexual or anything, but it's something about it. I just I'm, I don't like it. Oh, I've used mommy. <laughs> What's the word that grosses you out, Becca? Okay, so a word that bugs me that I don't, or like grosses me out, but I don't know why, is stinky. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Because they say, you know, moist and panties are always on the top of the list that women yeah. hate. Imagine stinky, moist panties. Like, <laughs> I think we should talk about stinky, moist panties because guess what? It happens. <laughs> is that all that we had to talk about it? <laughs> Sometimes women have stinky, moist panties and it's okay. <laughs> That's a PSA. Another PSA from Tanya. Exactly. Is that, do we end with that? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a perfect I don't want to give you end. any more leadway, but I guess that's the end of the podcast. If you have no pain, no gain. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate Ska it. Ska Tanya. What could my nickname be? What's Ska? Tanya. What's Ska? Ska is like, ah, it's like heavy metal, I think. Isn't no, it? Like, ska, ska is like what No Doubt used to be at the beginning. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like Ska, Goth, uh, Warp Tour, Tanya. <laughs> Could be a vibe. It it feels like trying to force someone to say mom and dad. <laughs> That's not your mom and dad. That's what Ska, Tanya feels like to me. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna like, yeah. All right. Well, on the end of that note, hope you all have a great week. What do you have this week? Take those girls out to play tonight. <laughs> have a date with 95P. Do you have a date night tonight? Anytime? Are you on your no. period? Are you getting your period? Why yeah, are they so big? That's oh, what I said. Okay. I'm about to start my period. They get bigger. See, that doesn't happen to me. Mine just gets sensitive. Like Mine hurt and they get bigger. I put a sports bra on and it's like <laughs> a machine gun. It's like rubbing <laughs> against my nipples. I'm like, what is happening? And like, they don't get bigger. They just get so sensitive. See, mine aren't sensitive there. Mine's more like as a whole. They like are just like tender yeah yeah but not uh, i've heard a lot of people say like the nipples like if something touches them they're like it, it's like painful but mine's not really that that's me oh but i do should be my first tiktok <laughs> yeah really you should do a period tiktok i support that thank you will you do a tiktok with me today though i have a dance i want to do it's easy it's not easy today. i promise it's not so today. yeah okay no, no. you're always gonna tell me no so i gotta keep asking it's just like not today we'll talk after the podcast um love you all have a great week and i think you do a tiktok every time you run together Okay, I would be down with that. We do a TikTok and we listen to something that is going to make us smarter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Have a great week. That's we a great. You. Thank you, Mark. That was an excellent idea. <laughs> My I'm pleasure. not doing this outro one more time. So you say goodbye because I've tried four, four times. All right. She has big boobs and now she's got a big head. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm going to put Becca to bed. I rhymed. All right. Shut have a down. great week, everybody. We love you and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.